This week on the Bedroom Talk Show. We are discussing brown skin girls. Do we really love our skin tone? With your host Crystal J. And this week guest is Anika Zora Black. Stay tuned. Hey, you guys. Welcome to the Bedroom Talk Show. It's your host, Crystal J. And I'm back with another dope black queen. I am so excited to interview you guys. I met her on the clubhouse. And when she was talking about her book and her mission and her challenge, it really caught my attention. Me being a black girl. Like, let me just introduce her, you guys. I got Miss Zora Black. Hi, Hi, Zora. How you doing? I'm doing good. I am so excited. (laughs) You guys, I'm so excited. Like her, she has a book about black girls and a black mermaid. We're going to get into this interview, you guys. And I know you like this the name of this topic is interesting because we're really talking about colorism. That's what we're really talking about. And that's her mission. And I love, I just love her, you guys. Like I'm in her own clubhouse. And when she was talking about her challenge, I thought it was so sweet. So. I'm gonna let her my, let her introduce herself to my viewers. Don't forget to like, share, comment, and tag people. Yes. Well, hello. My name is Amika Zara Black, and um, I wrote a book called "The Adventures of Princess Amina, the Melanin Mermaid, and the Lessons of Magical Melanin." And uh, just a quick summary: It's a book about a black mermaid whose name is Princess Amina from the land of the underwater kingdom of Melanin Carbonia. And her special powers is her melanin. And she uses that special power to help people. And in this particular story, because it's the first book in the series, um, it actually, she is actually helping a little girl named Zaria who doesn't like her skin tone. She's been teased about her skin and she doesn't like it. So Princess Amina basically is telling her that not only is her melanin magical, but it's got superpowers. And then she explains, because a lot of times when we talk about our melanin is magic and my melanin is popping, a lot of people don't really understand that melanin is really magical. So it's like the scientific portion of it is just like amazing. So in a kid's version, she actually shows this um, little girl that her melanin is magical. And in the end, Zaria loves the skin she's melanin in. So that's my whole purpose is for little girls and little boys, but all black children to realize that their skin is magical and to love it. So that's the purpose of my book. Um, What I did was I came up with a challenge that I'm working on that I'm just going to, it's going to be a continuous challenge, but um, I'm really focusing on it this February and this March. And it's called Affirm a Black Girl Challenge. And it's all about affirming black little girls. We're going to do little boys, of course. But this month, I'm just, I'm focusing on little girls. 
and affirming them basically just not just the ones that you know not the little girls in your family because you definitely want to do that but just affirm a little black girl that you don't know at the grocery store at the gas station let them know that they're beautiful and their skin is beautiful you will see because it's like my mom and my daddy and my family told me i was beautiful but when if a stranger that i thought was beautiful told me i was beautiful that gave me a different level of um excitement you know so it's called a farm and black girl challenge i want people to do it talk about it let's have a conversation about it because i believe that it will change when we start affirming everybody affirms our little black girls and now you see why i loved her like do you guys see it's february do you see why i wanted her to be a guest in february do anybody do anybody catch that um <laughs> Okay, so I have some questions for you. One of my questions for you is, give me one second. What made you write a children's book? I'm pretty sure you stated it when you was talking and telling your story, but what actually just made you sit down and write this book? I know you wrote it in 45 minutes. I read all about you, but I want my viewers to know about you. So go right ahead. Okay, so actually I was talking to my mom and my mom wrote a poetry book, Poems from a Mother's Heart, be coming out real soon. And um, she wrote a book. And so she, uh, I was telling her um, that she should write this because she also wrote a couple of children's books that will be coming out soon. So I was actually encouraging my mama to write it. Like, I was like, Ma, you should write this book. And it should do this. You should do that. And so she was like, Meek, why don't you write it? I was like, OK. So then I went home and it was like 10 o'clock at night. So from 10 to 10 45, I wrote the book. So the next day I emailed it to my mama. Of course, she was the first one. And then I emailed it to a couple of my friends and asked them what they thought. And all of them was like, oh my goodness, Mickey, you gotta, you gotta do it. And I was like, for real? And then one of my friends who's chocolate, she's actually a little bit darker than me. Um, she was crying and she was like, Mika, I needed this. You gotta do it. So I was like, okay. So I found me one, um, illustrator and it just didn't work out. He didn't see my vision because I was really specific about what I wanted my mermaids to look from the, from their facial features to their hair, to their fins, the color of their fins. I knew exactly how I wanted them to look like. And so we kind of bumped heads so that didn't work out the second one was amazing he was really great um but he was young and he had some other personal things going on so it just didn't work out the third one i'm not gonna even talk about it was just it just didn't work out so then i had illustrator number four who i end up be who end up being my illustrator brandon wright and um we just worked together. It took a while because I actually wrote the book February 2018 and I didn't publish it to July 19th, 2020, which is my birthday. Um, and it took a lot. I mean, it was a lot of times I was like, forget it. I'm not going to do it. But with the encouragement of my mom, my friends, my stepfather, my brother, my son, I just really um, was able to eventually put it out. But it took time because I wanted not just a black mermaid. I wanted her features to be 
uh, ethnic features. I wanted her nose to be, her lips to be, her eyes to be dope. All of them to be different spectrum, color spectrums. She's dark, I'm, um, and then one is brown, one is a tan caramel, one is is um is light, a very light. One of them is is kind of light, a little light. So I got all spectrums of colors of the mermaid. So I'm excited, but yeah, it took a while um, for the for me to find an illustrator, and I was very specific even with him. I was like, mm -mm, that ain't gonna work. Nope, I want do let's do this over. No, I want her to to be like this, and then you know I would share it with my my best critic, my mom, and she was like, uh uh, so the eyes crooked. Tell them to do this. So we kind of worked together, but in the end, it all worked out and it was a great success. See, I understand the illustrator part because me, I'm in the process of writing a children's book. I am done. I've been done since October 2020. I have been through three illustrators myself. So I understand, like, it is not easy to find that, that illustrator that you fall in love with. Like, yeah. it's, it's not easy. So I get it. If nobody get it, I personally get it. Like, <laughs> yeah, it was a struggle, sis. Like, really, it became where for a while I just was like, I oh, maybe I shouldn't write this book because after the second illustrator, it took me a while to find a third one, and then the third one was the one that was like, yeah, I could do this. I got you. I got you. And then he sent me the illustration, and yeah, no. Believe it. My first illustrator, she was trash. My second illustrator, trash. My third one, perfect. When I tell you my third, yeah, my third one, perfect. Like, I, I love him. He's on all my projects. Yeah, that's the same um, with me. They're all my projects. I'm not changing. I'm good. <laughs> Stay where you at. You know me. I know you. You know I'm picky. I'm just like you. I'm so picky to the point where I be like, can you change this curl? This curl is kind of funny. Can you... Can you change this eye a little bit? Can you change? Oh, you got me wearing sneakers. I don't wear sneakers. Can you put me some heels on? Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I, I get it. Yeah, that's so, exactly how I was. Exactly. I'm picky, so I get it. That's why when you was talking, I said, oh, yeah, I fully get it. <laughs> so why self-affirmations? I know your mom encouraged you to write self-affirmations for a children's book, but why? Um. Because we, as black black people, but especially black girls, we have to affirm ourselves. It's we living in a world where we don't get the the accolades, the affirmations, the praise that we deserve. So we gotta start. We gotta start lifting ourselves up. Because if we don't, um, we will be dependent on a society that doesn't love us. And so we have to. Um, begin to not worry about what they think because we already know who we are inside so if we don't start teaching that at an early age because i was taught at an early age i, I had black dogs i i cried when i got a white dog that's how much black dogs i had in my house my mama wasn't playing about the black dogs i had all black dogs and i and i loved myself but i still wanted the affirmation of boys especially but other people i thought i wanted to know what they so if we can start even with not only telling people they're beautiful but teaching them to affirm teaching the little girls and little boys to affirm themselves at an early age and to to see the beauty in in their skin at an early age 
then when they get older, that that won't be an issue because they're already getting the affirmation from their parents. But even if they're not, if a book like this comes out and you've been teased about being dark for so long and now you can say, look, my skin is magical. Your skin not magical because my skin is magical. Like it does, like it turns gold. Like in the book, I say it turns gold when the sun touches, like gold. Whose skin turns gold but black folks? So that that alone is like like so amazing. So I just want them to walk in that with their head held high. I used to cover my mouth when I laughed, and my mom was like, uh-uh, what you doing? Don't cover your mouth when you smile. You got a beautiful smile. Just little things like that. So I just want um, them to see what, what they should see, that we are amazing people. And in the back of the book, since this is Black History Month, I, I intentionally made every one of the characters actual kings and queens of Africa. So in the back, it, every character has, a, it's a summary about them. Princess Amina was actually named after Queen Amina. Her mother name is uh, Queen Makita, which was actually Queen Makita in Africa. And that's really King Mansa Musa. So all of her friends are characters. Everybody in the book is a is an African king or queen. Because we gotta remember that our history didn't start from slavery. That we were we were even if all of our we can't be all linked to a king and queen. We come from royalty, from from um, entrepreneurships, the from math, the creators of math and science, all of that. So yes. I love that, um, that you actually name in your book, you have queens and kings, because I do feel like as black people, we are kings and we are queens and we should, we should most definitely treat ourselves like that and raise our kids like that and say, yes, king, yes, queen. I would not have to say yes, yes. Like, I love that. And I love that you actually put a thought into your book because some people just write stuff and they ain't put no thought into it. And <laughs> yeah. I just feel that as black people, I, you, you light skin, so you're not black. I like I like that you put light skin girl in there, a dark skin girl in there. I seen your cover your book. Let me show it to my audience. Cause her cover her book is very beautiful, you guys. It's a black mermaid. So my next question for you is what made you pick a black mermaid? Which I already know why. Um we all heard it, but why not uh Indian mermaid mermaid? Or why not another brown character instead of a black mermaid? Um well, mermaids first off, because um, because mermaids is something that I hadn't seen. This was before they decided to make the new Ariel black. But if you notice, even in the um, in the live version where well, I think her name is Chloe, uh, that's going to be playing the black mermaid. Her father is Chinese, and a, and her mama's a different color. So they they still made it a rainbow coalition. Was nothing's wrong with that. But I really wanted her to be, um, I call her Black be Black Black. I mean, her fans are RBG. I wanted to make her dark, uh, the darkest of all of them. Um, but the mermaids, because it was just representation. I don't know any little girl from my age on down from, from however, and I'm 42. So I don't know when I was young, I, I mean, I don't know any little girls that didn't like mermaids. And so having a whole book of mermaids, but having them like 
all different spectrums and colors, but everything is just so beautifully black. I just, it just uh, made me think like, I definitely want to. I wanted the butch to, uh, the book to catch people's eyes. I wanted it to pop. And I, when I saw the cover, when the cover was finally done and we finally got it done and everything was fixed, it was like, yep, that's it. That's it. And so I was like, yep, that's it. So I was really excited once the book became reality because, I mean, I, I get letters. I get people that inbox me and DM me. Um, and I'm just super excited. So it was just representation, I would say, that um, having a Black Mermaid representation for sure. I love that. And I love seeing Black authors do that because we do need to represent our people more and our community. So I'm so happy to hear you say that. I already knew the answer to that question when I typed it, but I wasn't sure if my viewers had questions. If you guys have questions for her, you guys, please comment below. This will be a quick episode. She does live in Texas. So, you know, if anybody paying attention to the media, we all know that Texas is having issues and they want to reserve energy with cutting their power, which is the dumbest thing I have ever heard. But I don't want to talk about Texas because I'm not from there, so I'm going to leave Texas alone. But my next question for you is, do you plan to write more books for the Black, Brown community? Absolutely. I mean, this is a series. So this is the first book in a series. I'm already working on my second book. I plan on doing a journal and an affirmation journal uh, for kids, for little black girls and, and the little black girl inside of you. So it's for the uh, affirmation journal for, if you got a daughter, you, you, could do the, you can do the affirmation journal with your, your daughter or your son. Uh, but it's also, if you don't have any children, you just want a fun black, black girl, magical melanin um, affirmation journal, then you can get that too. So I'm going to make it like where it doesn't matter what age, but I do want to do like fun things. So yeah, I'm working on that now. And then I'm starting my second book. I'm like halfway there. Um, I've been writing every chance I get, but I'm really been promoting this. So that probably wouldn't be out to the 2022, but I plan on doing my affirmation journal, hopefully in the fall. I love that you're creating an affirmation journal because I do feel that more brown kids need that. So kudos to you. Yeah. We're kind of on the same path because I'm doing the same thing. Like, yes, I cannot wait to purchase and promote it on my podcast. Like, Mine too. I don't have a podcast, but I can't wait to promote yours because thank um, you. Your, what you're doing is amazing too. So yes, absolutely. Thank you. I will send you a copy of my coloring book. Yep, yeah, and I'm gonna send you a copy of this. As well, so we gonna another one. Yes, absolutely. So you can be a trade off. I just send it to you when <laughs> once it's done and completed. Because <laughs> my next question is, what I know you're talking about self affirmations, and you've been talking about uplifting the black queen, uplifting the little black girl. But what would you tell your six year old self? Because you are dark skinned you are beautiful. But I have seen a lot of dark-skinned women get bullied because because they're skin tone. So what would you tell yourself today? Uh, what would I tell my six-year-old first grade going to St. Francis, Xavier, and St. Louis, Missouri? What would I tell Miss Amika in the sixth grade? I would tell her that her melanin is beautiful and that don't let them 
tease you. Don't let them put the black in front of Amika like they did and call you black Amika and that hurts your feelings. Um, know your worth. Um, believe that what your mama and daddy told you was the truth, that they that they didn't just have to say it, they said it because it was true. Um, that your melanin is magical, it's amazing. And that you are beautiful, you are kind, you are smart. And walk in that. Don't just say it, but actually believe it, Amika. Walk in that beauty because you're beautiful. And you're and um, don't have, and and remember that beauty is inside and out. So treat people like you want to be treated. If you believe you're beautiful, be beautiful to people. Be kind to people because that's a part of that. You know what? Growing up, I wasn't bullied because my skin. I was bullied because of other things. But if I can look in a mirror talk to my sixth grade self today because I hated middle school. Middle school was terrible. I would tell myself, girl, you're going to be okay. Um, one day you're going to be able to confront your bullies and you are beautiful because when I was in sixth grade, I didn't think I was pretty at all. I thought I was so ugly and if I can just go back and talk to myself when I was in sixth grade now, I would say, girl, hold your head up high because you are a black queen. You come from queens and goddesses and you are amazing. Honey. I want you to snap and walk through this storm like it's nothing before. So if I, if I can tell myself that back then, that's what I would tell myself. Absolutely. I mean, I, I thought you said six year old, sixth grade. Yeah. That's a hot I, I thought you said sixth grade, so I went back and edited the question because I said, did she say sixth grade or sixth grade? Sixth year no, old. I said six-year-old, but sixth grade, be, we could talk, middle school is on a whole nother level on the, the mean kids, you know. I had the a kids. Clique, so that was kind of cool that I had a little crew that I was with, but unfortunately, you know, you guys, if you can't hear, Anika, I can't hear you. Her can you hear me now? I can hear you now. Yeah. I, I thought you said sis grade self. I said I said sis year old. My sister old self girl, I was full of life. Sis 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 grade, I was bullied. I ain't had no yeah, clue. See, I, I had that issue all growing up because my last name was black and I was black. So it was mainly like black Amika, but I I but um I carry myself. I had I had friends, so I wasn't like, you know, it would be a bully here, a bully there. But the cool thing about it is, I had good friends. So I had friends that I that loved me, and I loved them. So I always kept me some friends. So this book is also for the kids that don't have that, because I don't know what that's like to not have friends, to not have um, a, a group of girls. So that's why I added some more verbs, even with her interaction with her friends to say just to say that's how friends act that's how friends are they're kind to each other and they and they compliment each other because a lot of times little girls especially little girls need to know what a friend is like and not like you don't treat people like a certain way and that's not your friend and i have to tell you know my son, and when he was younger, he's 24 now. I even got to tell him that now. That ain't your friend, dude. But he, you know, like I, I think that's so important too. So um, I would, I, this is a book too about how to treat friends. 
how do your friends are supposed to treat you? Because friends, I mean, that's something that I think a lot of little black girls struggle with is the is the on the friendship level. I can't argue with that. Um, <laughs> that was one of my struggles. And it's funny, as you get older, you start to see who your real friends are because friends start to fall off. And you you won't understand why, like, why you're distancing yourself from me, why you act like this towards me. And you just start to embrace what a real friend is. A real friend gonna be there through thick and thin. That just as deep as I'm gonna go about that topic, but Mm-hmm. That's a whole other topic. That's a whole episode. <laughs> we might have itself, to come back like, and talk about that, sis, because that friendship stuff, grown and little, it starts little, but grown people doing crazy stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you teach them young what a friend is and what it's not, that's your. And what a friend real. look like. What, what a friend. Like. What they look like. Mm-hmm. Even when they're not around you, how they act or not, when they're not around you is the most important thing. Absolutely. A lot of people don't get that. My grandma's always say, uh, feed her with a long spoon handle. And I have to be like, Grandma, what are you talking about? And I never understood what she was talking about until I got older. And that's a whole other episode in itself. But yes, when you said that, I was like, yes, yes, yes. Um, We're not doing a commercial break today, you guys. I know you guys are probably like, yay, no, no critical break. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, did you have anything you want to promote? Um, you have any sales going on with your book? I know you have a brand for t-shirts. And can you tell us about your t-shirt brand? Okay. So, um, again, my book is at Zora Black Bookstore. And you can get the book. Um, every book you buy, purchase, that you get a little uh, mermaid button with it. So, um, as far as my other... Uh, a brand is actually my t-shirt line which is authorities t-e-e-s so authorities and it's i'm walking in authorities and it's a christian t-shirt line but the difference is that it focuses on social economic justice so it's a little bit uh well a lot more black <laughs> it's a black uh t-shirt that focuses on like my number one seller is just as ain't political as biblical um, I have a 1619 shirt that's really popular on there. Um, I have I Love the Skin I'm Melanin In, which will be on both of my sites. Um, I mean, any type of uh, Black History type of shirts, you can get some on there because I got really great shirts and they're, they're really popular. I'm actually going to be at the Proctor Conference. It's the uh, largest Black conference um, for social justice in the nation. So my book, I'll have my virtual store there starting on the 19th of February. So, yeah, so that in this Zara Black Bookstore, those are my babies. And I would love for you guys to come on there. Um, you can get 10% off. Just use Friendship West. That's my church, but y'all can use that uh, promo code and get 10% off. It's Friendship West. Uh, and you can go on there, get some. One of my new ones is Restoration Over Gentrification. So restoration, we need to be uh, working on restoration over gentrifying our, our cities. So that's kind of speaks for itself. Restoration is in green for the land. The red line is the blood. And then the, um, the white is gentrification. So that's one of my newest ones. Uh, another one that's really popular is uh, the Black Church Got Something to Say. Um, kind of like when... Uh, Andre 3000 said the, the South got something to say. 
or the black church, the real black church got something to say when it comes to everything. So yeah. Uh, so those are just some, but I got uh, one of my other popular ones is a Kaepernick shirt with all the people he was really kneeling for. And it says, I'm gonna take a knee till we all are free. So I got a lot of great shirts on there. So y'all can come on there and get the 10% off. Send me some feedback on my Instagram, which is authorities, or you can send me um, some feedback on uh, on the Adventures of Princess Samina, which is the name of my actual Instagram as well. Well, I am so happy that you dropped your code. I did put it in the comments below. I'm not sure if my internet doing something because I'm looking at bars on my on my live. It's just did something. Can you guys hear me out there? That's weird. Okay. Keep doing that. Um, but I hope you guys really enjoyed this episode. If you want to purchase her book, please do. And also uh, one thing that us authors love is when you guys give us reviews. People are not going to believe everything we say. So please review her book if you buy it. I want to put it up right here. If you need to screenshot that, please go ahead and screenshot that. Um, us supporting our black authors is very important to me because we need to, we just need to, we just need to promote us. Like it's so important that we stick together and recycle our money within our community. I don't think we keep our money in our community that long. I think we'd be so quick to support everybody else. But we don't want to support our friends and our cousins. And we be putting so much into our work. It's not funny. So I want you guys to really support this book. She is my first Black children offer I had on the um, platform. I will have more. I cannot wait to keep interviewing Black queens and kings who are writing children books. Um, me writing my children book has been a process and a journey. And I am loving every minute of it. Um, you guys have any questions? I've been making sure that I've been promoting her website as she talks. You have authorities.com and Zora Black. I think it's ZoraBlackBookstore.com. So I want you guys to make sure you go cop that book. Or you can also go on Amazon because you do have it on Amazon, right? No, it's just on my website. Just on your website? You're doing what I'm doing. I ain't messing with Amazon. Amazon yeah. takes too much profit. Yeah, they take too much profit. And I like to write. So when I buy it from me, I can personally write it to whatever child. So I'm I'm gonna stick with I'm gonna stick with trying to do it myself. Um because Amazon, they, they be capping. Yeah, and, and and really to be honest, when I was look I would I go in clubhouse uh rooms and they say be a bestseller, they were like, You could be a bestseller by selling 30 books. But then when I did the math, I'm like, okay, so if all I'm getting is a dollar and fifty cent or two dollars off of that book, so so then I just made, if I sell 30 books, then I don't really make any money. If I sell 30 books and my profit is $10, then I can make 300 versus like 60 bucks. Like, I don't think that makes sense. <laughs> so, I mean. You just so said I a mouthful. Say, I just told somebody that. They looked at like I was crazy. I said, I know somebody who, who sells stuff on Amazon and they their work is dope. But when she told me her, her profit and I was on the phone with her, like, what? Huh? She told me she wanted to make two fifty per per book, and I was like two dollars and fifty cents. She was like, "Yeah." I was like, "So what's the point of, of putting your stuff on Amazon?" Because they can say they're a bestseller, but my thing is, I want to. You don't make no money. Be, I'm, I'm yeah. I want this to. I want to be able to buy more books. I want to be able to turn this into a brand. 
I can't do that making sixty book uh two dollars and fifty a book. I can make it doing the other things. So I can sell I can sell way less books than you say you bought, but I'll make way more money. And they were like, I, I know the advertise. I'm like, you can advertise yourself. You just have to that's why I go into these groups. I'm not going to do all that extra stuff. I'm just trying to learn, okay, how can I monetize my business? How can I grow it? Because how can I promote my book? Yeah, how can I promote and sell my book? Like I don't it just doesn't make any sense to me. I really to do think it people I think people I think a lot of people they books on Amazon because they, they want their name attached to Amazon, but Amazon take too much profit. Like when I read the fine the, I was reading the fine this what took me so long to produce this baby right here because I was like, hold up. What no, no, and I'm like, no way. And what really got me was they kind of own rights to your stuff too. Like I'm like, did anybody not read that? So I was like, oh, I'm not going through Amazon. Like I am going, I'm doing this all on my own. But the, I think a lot of people go through Amazon, not just for that reason. It's it's a it's a cheaper price. I mean, if you if you doing it free through your own website, you have to buy like probably three four hundred books out of your own pocket, yeah. and that ain't that ain't cheap. That's and you true. you're not guaranteeing you're gonna sell 300, 400 copies. You just can't buy one copy and think you, know, you have to buy a bulk. So I get it. Yeah, like eventually I want to do uh, the bulk in China, and that'll be a whole another conversation. But because you can't, it's much cheaper. But you'll have to you have to at minimum buy five hundred thousand. So I look that's into China I'm working yep. on because that's what I definitely want to do. Because I'm okay with that if it's gonna be three dollars a book. You know, so it's like, wait, but you know, first you got to wait long and then, you know, I mean, you got to wait long, but the quality is really good from the ones that have given me the right. information. It's just that you have to buy so many. So, right. In China, you had, like, I found vendors and I was looking, I was like, I got five, 500 copies, but in the shipping and I was like, okay, so 500 times this, okay, it's $2 a book, but it that then the shipping was like whoa! I was like okay, let me just go this route. I'm gonna make less profit, but it's gonna be okay. But I I feel you because I wouldn't mm -hmm. use on Amazon. I know most artists that I do talk to are all on Amazon. So me and you on the same page. Yeah, I'm like this is we, but it's all about trying to um, monetize our business. Like I mm -hmm. think a lot of things too. It's like Amazon it equals clout. Like you say, yes, my book is on Amazon, and it's like. And when I say no, I'm just selling on my website. Some people are like, like, oh, like, like for you, but no, I that's not told me because you because you don't know the business side. Yeah, exactly. the business side. I mean, like I told somebody I wasn't gonna sell on Amazon. It looked like I was crazy. Like you should know. I don't think I am because when and I look at especially when you start when my goal is to start doing bulk. I mean, like bundles. I mean, so a T-shirt. With some pajamas, a party set with the book. and you can't do it on Amazon. You can't do that on Amazon. So, nope. And then you can't write your own. I write to everybody that I that I buy my book. I write to whoever they ask. You can't do that on Amazon. So I'm gonna keep it this way. Um, and just okay. uh, I'm just praying that God uh, continues to grow it so that I can make it a brand. It's gonna happen because, like, I love your passion behind both of your brands, your Christian brand. And your book, like, it's going to happen. I believe it's going to happen. So we, I, yeah, we're on the same page. Cause I'm not, I'm not playing with Amazon. <laughs> I'm now Bronze and Noble. 
I I'm I may go that route. I like I like them. So I'm okay. I'm trying I'm trying to get mines in stores. So yeah. I'm not gonna exclusively sell mine on my website because my mission is to really um talk about autism and I really want the brown black community to learn about it and know about it and have access to it. They can have questions, they can go to my website and get resources. So mines I want on my website when I first kick it off, but I plan to put it in stores. I have I, a list. And I'm going to um, send it to you. It's got all the black uh, bookstores in the nation. Oh, send it to me. Yeah, I will. Send it to me. Because yeah, I'm, 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 I'm currently working with a bookstore in Atlanta my, right now. My internet get back up and all that good stuff. Oh, yeah. Cause I know you in Dallas. You in yeah. Texas with, with, with the shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> the shenanigans. If it's getting dark, if it's getting dark out I, in, where you see me, then that's why. Oh, I know. I know you're good. You're good. I understand. Like Atlanta, we we can't handle snow either. We ain't New York. So we Atlanta. So I I get it. And they they were making be making them jokes. Yeah, they can keep their jokes. We from the south. We don't do snow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's all it is. I wonder if I have any questions in the audience. You guys want to know where to purchase a book? I already posted it. I will post it in the comments when I get off the live, so you guys can see it. Um. Ashley is in the the, um, the box. If you look at the box above me, you will see all her information. If you're on YouTube, look below us. You see her all her information. So Ashley, I don't have to post it because it's already there. So, but I do hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'm your girl Crystal J, and today I had the amazing Zora Black, and I hope you guys support that Melon book. Yes, I am loving it. And I didn't want to miss up her name or her book, y'all. Yeah, I'm good at messing up people's names. For the last two weeks, I've been like <laughs> swimming in that name. But do anybody have any more questions? Or do you have anything else you want to add? Um, just thank you for having me. Oh, you're I so welcome. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I just appreciate it. And thank you for uh, the support of anybody that, yeah. even if they just write a kind word on my Instagram, I'll take that. But thank you for for uh, for choosing me to be the first children's, black children's author on your podcast. So I just appreciate it, and um, yeah, yeah, support um, this, and and always if you email me, DM me, uh, if you want me to write it to somebody in particular, a child, and I, I definitely take time out to write something to everyone. I love that. I want to say I love that. I. I, when I follow her on Instagram, you guys, uh, I follow all my guests. And one thing I noticed when she writes her book, she writes actually in the book. She, it's not like a note. It's actually in the book. Like She has a whole handwritten, you know, these curses no more. And she just write a beautiful note to each kid, and no letter is the same. And I noticed it by me looking at it, and I said, that is so amazing. Thank that is you. so dope, and that's so, that's so inspirational. Because I know I ain't going to do that, because <laughs> my handwriting is it's so it's uh, it's being like my personality but yeah so mm -mm. but i love how you do that it's so cute and thoughtful i love it thank you appreciate that you're so welcome so you guys by the end of the episode if you have any questions for her please contact her i'm talking she has some juice on her phone because like i told you guys she's in dallas and i don't want her to lose all her juice on her phone so i'm about to let her go and thank you guys so much for watching this episode Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Bye, you guys. Bye, y'all. Thank you. You're welcome. Okay.